This is The Playbook. You know, it's so interesting because I want to talk about uh, the importance of habits when my mission is to enjoy the consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit pursuit of our own potential. I think understanding potential is directly relative and related to uh, creating the behaviors or the habits that get us there faster. And so uh, we all have different skills, knowledge, and desire, and aligning the skills and knowledge and desire to what we want is essential and being okay, detaching from an outcome that, you know, our skills, knowledge, and desires may not be uh, as aligned or synergistic uh, with our pursuit as other people. And that's okay. It's not a competition. Competition will steal your joy. Um, but in order to effectuate the biggest deltas in our life, and that's what we're here for, is to learn the lessons, to create the progress that we want. It's interesting that we can't be aware of progress. And so uh, that's the biggest inhibitor to habits is that we don't see progress. It takes a long time to see progress. And that's because there's three characteristics of habits and they're actually the same as the characteristics the energy uh, because habits are energy uh, what you do is an energy what you say is an energy what you think is an energy what you believe is an energy and what you feel is an energy and these three characteristics of energy allow us uh, as a habit machine to effectuate progress uh, and to get results or outcomes that are better than we could even anticipate, to extend or expand us into uh, a world of more than enough uh, beyond uh, what other people think is possible or probable or even within the realm of their perspective. And so it's really important uh, to take a step back out of habits because if all we want to do is create a habit, we're going to be... Uh, stuck a lot of the time because progress is something that we're incapable of being aware of. And so in order to allow progress to happen, we should focus in on creating a habit machine based off of the three characteristics of energy. And uh, when we put faith or attention and intention into energy, we will know that we do get instantaneous results from good behaviors or behaviors that are in a trajectory of what we think we want uh, with that open mind, open heart, and open hands. And utilizing uh, all of this uh, uh, energetic understanding in order to progress. So what are those three characteristics that fuel the habit machine? Uh, the first characteristic is the aggregation of behavior, the aggregation of energy the aggregation of if we do things in a trajectory of what we think we want, more people, more ideas, more coincidences of other things doing for us the same thing, we'll be attracting more of the same doing. When we say things in that trajectory, we will be aggregating or attracting more uh, of the same. When we think it, we will be attracting more of those thoughts and more people that have those thoughts Understanding why this happens is the aggregation is part of a unified, abundant, infinite system of thought. And when we believe something, we'll be attracting more of those beliefs. And when we feel something, when we put our energy in motion and have an emotion of confidence or coincidence or inspiration or motivation, 
will be under the energetic principle of aggregation attracting more of that and it aggregates on itself which provides us a better likelihood of getting to where we want to be or better the second characteristic of the habit machine and the behaviors uh, that aggregate is that things that aggregate compound and so when we start attracting more and aggregating more of what we want in a trajectory of what we think we want, it actually gives us a exponential result because aggregation and compounding are two of the three characteristics of the habit machine, of the behaviors. And it gives us more faith and allows us to be more aware of the progress in order to continue to aggregate and exponentially allow us to continue what? The enjoyment of the consistent every day, persistent without quit, pursuit of our own potential. The one thing, if we don't see progress or hear progress or feel progress or touch progress, if we can't be aware of progress, we all feel stuck. And when we feel stuck and feel resistance and we get disappointed and we get frustrated and anxious and worried that it's never going to happen. Because we live in what? We live in a period each day of linear time, of 24 hours of time. And if we can't create a measurement, a quantitative measurement of our efforts, of our behaviors, of our habits, the statistical likelihood is that we will not enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of our potential, we will quit. And when we quit, we've done nothing but waste our time, emotion, energy, value, and relationships that we've aggregated and compounded towards a trajectory of what we think we wanted. And so to raise or heighten our faith that good behaviors, good habits progress by aggregation and attraction and compounding in an exponentiality allows us to continue and build on this idea that we can enjoy the consistent every day, persistent without quit, pursuit of our potential. And we'll get into the habit machine and how we build a habit machine of what we want, not what other people want, what's missing or what we don't have. Because the last thing we want to do is aggregate what's missing, what we don't have or what other people want for us. And that's what a lot of people do. So you have the people that don't have faith and they live their lives like tubes, food in, food out, because they can't be aware of progress, because they don't understand the characteristics of energy behavior. And even money does this. Anything that's energy of what we do say, think, believe, and feel, aggregating on itself, attracting more of it, and compounding in its impact and effect, giving us an exponential differentiator, a delta that others don't experience. Now, the third characteristic of energy or behavior within the context of fueling this habit machine is one in which actually helps us not feel stuck. It actually raises our vibration or frequency or our awareness to the progress that is made by behaviors that are aligned with the trajectory of what I think I want. And this last characteristic is acceleration. So not only when we have behaviors that are, by the way, uh, 
cohesively tied to meanings, meanings that we give it. Behaviors have meanings in them. And the meanings are not just the meaning of what we think we want in the future, but it also is part and parcel to the meanings that we give defining moments, inflection points, relativity of historical events, failures, setbacks, and mistakes of our past. And so when we can give the meaning aligned with the trajectory of what we think we want and appropriately be consistent and persistent and enjoy the pursuit of our potential, we're capable of accelerating better outcomes. Notice I say better outcomes because people are always conflicted by the counterintuitive nature of outcomes. They don't understand how you can, like Michael Singer wrote in Surrender Experiment, surrender or let it go or allow outcomes to happen. Well, you only do that by knowing that your free will is driven by your desire, which creates the deeds, which creates your destiny. And when we can understand that we have a better destiny because we don't know what we don't know, and although we are completely consistent and persistent in the pursuit of our potential, our trajectory, what we think we want every single day, utilizing time in the most efficient, effective, and statistically successful way with productivity, providing more value in an aggregate and a compounding and accelerating way and the accessibility to multitudes of people and the ability to receive and gratitude, finding more light, more love and more lessons to once again, continue the three characteristics of energy that fuel the habit machine. When we can do all of these things, meaning is inherently inside of the activities that we have planned, don't have planned in our sleep, activities we get paid for and don't have paid paid for that drive us to the delta, the differentiator from our skills and our knowledge to our desire. That's the delta of the habit machine. From where we are, skills and knowledge to where that desire turns to our destiny. And that destiny is not what we think it's going to be. It's going to be better. Knowing, of course, there's something bigger than us, the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source that creates the unified, infinite system of thought that we're all part and parcel to, allowing us to create a habit machine that accelerates, aggregates, and compounds on itself. This is how we can create an awareness via faith that we are progressing in the right trajectory, not the wrong trajectory that we're not creating more void shortages and obstacles or resistance to what we think we need. This is the secret of the habit machine, the fuel of the habit machine to understand the three characteristics of energy and knowing that behavior is energy. So how do we build, now that we know how to fuel, a habit machine that allows us each day to prioritize and apply our why to each of the behaviors so that the appropriate behaviors aggregate, compound, and accelerate upon themselves. Well, the first step of the habit machine is to know what you want each day. Know what you desire each day so that you can choose what deeds to create each day. To use that free will to 
create the deeds today to create the destiny that we think we want tomorrow. And if you know what you want, there's four different weighted balances each day, and they shouldn't be balanced. They're weighted balance. Some days it should be 90% personal. So my desires today are personal, and those are going to lead me in a trajectory to what I think I want. Or it may be 90% experiential. Or it may be 90% giving. Or it may be 90% receiving. But each day, what I want is aligned with a trajectory of what I think I want in the future. And they should be coordinated with non-negotiables to allow us to use the aggregation, compounding, and acceleration in its most mathematical, advantageous way. And so if we think about uh, our non-negotiables, I'll share mine and you make up yours, but my number one non-negotiable is my health. If I'm healthy, I get as many wishes and desires that I want. If I'm unhealthy, I only get one wish or one desire. And so I make a non-negotiable based on today in a trajectory of what I think I want in the future, which is to live a happy, healthy, long life so that I can be of service and value and impact over a billion people to do the same. But knowing how time is the energy of behavior and sets forth a man-made construct of how to utilize today in its most efficient, effective, and statistically successful way, I know that my time will aggregate, compound, and accelerate. So I spend a minimum amount of time every day on my health and the trajectory of living a long, happy, and healthy life. To have as many desires as I want, to do as many deeds as I want, in order to create a better destiny than I want. And so most people don't take the attention and intention on the what of personal experiential giving and receiving and give it the weighted balance for the day in the context of the day with the activities you have planned, don't have planned sleep, activities you get paid for and don't get paid for. And so I want people to realize that the habit machine first starts or turns on when you determine what your desire for the day is to create a destiny that you think you want. And if you know your what, instead of living like a tube, food in, food out each day, instead of living in the world of nothingness, stuck all the time, knowing that you can't change directions, you can't learn if you're not moving. And so in order to get moving, in order to take the desire, that free will, and turn it into the deeds, which are turned into destiny, or the desire that turns into behaviors or habits that turns into your destiny, we must know our what. And the minute that you know your what, the minute you know what you want experientially or personally or giving and receiving, the minute you know what you want, that nothingness turns to a possibility. Now the habit machine is turned on. It starts working because now you have a mathematical advantage every day over the tubes out there. You have possibilities every day. And then the next step in the habit machine is to not only know your possibilities by knowing your what, personally, experientially, giving and receiving, but know your who. And when we know our who, 
who can we help with what we want in the trajectory of what we think we want, giving meaning to the inflection points, defining moments of the past, the mistakes, failures, and setbacks of the past. We can determine who we can help and even equal to who we can help, who can help us. Creating a flow, an influence in our life, not an influence spreading the flu or disease, but an influence by not only helping others, but asking for help so we can help even more people. And when we know our who and a trajectory of what we think we want, that possibility of knowing our what turns into another mathematical advantage. It turns into a probability. So now my desires from nothingness turns into these deeds or actions or activities that will help other people and that we get help with in order to effectuate a mathematical advantage as the habit machine not only is turned on to possibilities, but warmed up to probabilities. And then the next step in building our habit machine is knowing how. Now, within the context of the habit machine, there's three different lenses. And I want you to think about it like the optometrist's office that machine where you hook your eyes up to and they have all the little letters and across the little board and they turn the different lenses to see if you have 2010, 2020 or 2040 or 4040 vision, whatever it may be to see if you need contact classes or some LASIK surgery. Well, in order to take our probabilities of knowing our who and making it our perspective, if we can look and see through three lenses, one, a lens of productivity of all the activity in today, the 24 hours of today, through a lens of how much value can I provide? How productive can I be with what I want and who I can help and who can help me? This now allows the aggregation, the compounding, and the acceleration to take place through the first lens of productivity of the activities I planned, how productive can I be with activities I don't have planned, what I call non-time. So I'm studying my time. I'm studying my calendar, not only for how efficient, effective, and statistically successful I can be with the activities I have planned, but I'm looking at the non-time for when everyone in my home is sleeping or when everyone's getting ready or driving time, or any non-time that I can infuse with values of my behaviors to exponentially and accelerate those behaviors and aggregate them when most people are wasting not only activities they have planned, but activities they don't have planned, and especially their sleep. Sleep represents a third of your life. It's about 26 years on average for most people. I've had a sleep coach for 17 years to effectuate the aggregation, compounding, and acceleration of recovery and access while I'm sleeping to make sure that I'm in a position of recovery and access. I pay attention and give intention to the karma coincidence and consequences that I want not only in the activity that I have planned, which is obvious to most people, even though they don't utilize it as part of their habit machine, but also the non-time, the activities that I don't have planned and my sleep. And I don't categorize it as personal time or professional time, or God forbid that resistant word called work, which sounds so hard to me and resistant full. 
I just have activity I get paid for and activity I don't get paid for. And when I know my how with the lens of productivity, I then turn the optometrist eye test from a lens of productivity to a lens of accessibility. And I review now the coincidences, consequences, and karma that's created by giving attention and intention to the utilization of my how, the time that I have, the 24 hours that I've been given each day in man-made constructive time to figure out how accessible am I to others? How much am I participating in the unified, abundant, infinite system of thought in the context of the man-made constructive time that I've been given each day for the activities I plan, don't have planned, and my sleep. The lens of accessibility not only is a confirmation of that unified, abundant, infinite system of thought, which we're all participating in, to be accessible to others in their thoughts, but also to receive so that we are overflowing so that we can also provide more deeds to create a greater destiny for not just ourselves, but for others. And as we then turn the lens again at the optometrist's office to the third lens of how, to make our nothingness a possibility by knowing our what, and turning it into a probability by knowing our who, and now to make it our perspective, the last perspective, participation in that perspective lens is called gratitude. Gratitude allows this machine to aggregate, accelerate, and compound itself by finding the light, the love, and the lessons in all the activities that we have in the man-made construct of time. The activities we have planned, we find gratitude, the light, the love, and the lessons in what we have planned. The activity we don't have planned, the non-time, we're finding light, love, and lessons in that, and even our sleep which then just creates more activities that are aligned with what we think we want, all as the destiny of what we want or think we want or better in the future. And this habit machine takes the energy with the outcome of aggregation, compounding and acceleration of the energy that we put into it. And it allows us to have a different perspective through the lenses of productivity, accessibility, and of course, gratitude. And as we go from living our lives like tubes, living in a world of nothingness, and now creating our habit machine with every day, knowing our what in a trajectory of what we think we want or better by giving meaning to the past, the mistakes, failures, setbacks of the past, the defining moments, traumas of our past. And now we are aggregating with knowing our what a possibility allowing us to know our who a probability and finally creating a perspective for the day of how how through the lenses of productivity accessibility and gratitude and the fourth component of the habit machine is the confirmation of reality It's one thing to have possibilities in your day. It's another to have probabilities in your day. And of course, it's very important to have the right perspective of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. But the fourth component of the habit machine is the materialization, the manifestation, the reality of the machine. It is a key component in utilizing the man-made construct of time of getting what you want in the trajectory of what you think you want or better.
It's knowing your now. This is where most people fall down. Most people not only are tubes, but they live in a world of procrastination because they don't know the what, the who, and the how. Or worse, they live in abundance. They actually subconsciously, unconsciously believe that they are part of a unified, abundant, infinite system of thought, but they feel overwhelmed. They don't recognize, recollect, remember that they live in that system, that they live in abundance, that there's more than enough of everything for everyone. So they have too many options, opportunities, and touches of favor. And instead of knowing their now by knowing their what, their who, and their how, they're overwhelmed. Prioritization is the antidote to not only feeling procrastination as a tube, but feeling overwhelmed in the abundant state of knowing your what, your who, and your how. As you grow, aggregate, accelerate, and compound your trajectory, your destiny by creating the right desires with the right deeds to create a better destiny. And as you do so, and know and learn to know your now, one other aspect happens. What 100% of the things you do now get done, which gives you not only efficiency, but statistical success because you don't forget to do it when you're doing it now. But even better than doing it now is you know your next, which creates efficiencies and statistical success as well. If you know how to prioritize what you have planned and what you don't have planned, when things change, you will get a aggregation, compounding, and acceleration to what you think you want or better. And then finally, before we take Q&A, the fifth component of the habit machine is to know <clears throat> and apply your why. See, most people are living in not enough or just enough. They're either victims where everything happens to them or they're buying things they don't need to be happy, more things to be happy, different things to be happy, or buying things they don't need to impress people they don't like to be happy. And when they're in the realm of just enough, everything's a trade and negotiation, you're living in a zero-sum game, always trying to get more, attaching your emotions to an outcome, and not putting your attention and intention on your desires and deeds to create a destiny better than you can think. And so they're trying to get more happy, more healthy, more wealthy, and more worthy with no faith. But if you have the what, the who, the how, the now, and the next, if you know what you want, who you can help, who can help you, how to get it done and prioritize according to you, you will realize that you are part of a system, a unified system, an infinite abundant system that was created and is powered by an omniscient all-powerful, all-knowing source that loves you more than your mom. So you are not punished. You're not living in a zero-sum game, buying things you don't need to impress people you don't like, trading, negotiating everything in your life, including giving, where I give more to receive. Instead, you will live in a world of more than enough, applying your why, applying your desire to aggregate, accelerate, and compound your deeds as well as your destiny. By knowing you're happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy, and figuring out what you're doing to interfere with it. Forget trying to create habits. Create a habit machine so that the behaviors of each day are aggregating, compounding, and accelerating to a destiny that you never dreamed of. I promise you, 
that this is how we learn how to surrender. Get rid of the conflictual, counterintuitive nature of surrendering, of letting it go, and know that I'm going to create the desire, the free will for the deeds that best suit the destiny or better that I want each day. Learning the light, the love, and the lessons to improve, compound, and accelerate, and aggregate even more. If you want to live in that world, that system of abundance, an all-knowing, all-powerful, all-knowing source that protects and promotes you at all time, then help yourself by creating the habit machine. I would love to send everyone that habit machine here, all the platforms, all the people that have taken the time this morning, just email me, david at dmeltzer.com. Know your what, your who, your how, your now and apply your why in the man-made construct of time to create a destiny better than you've ever dreamed by aggregating, compounding, and accelerating your desires, your deeds, and your destiny.